Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, this is Joe Lynch. I'm here uh, with this week's Must Your Music podcast. I'm sitting around with Jason Lipschutz. Hey, man. As sitting well as around. Just sitting around. Just hanging out. Just hanging Two and casting. Friends. Casting pods. All right, killers. <laughs> All right, and, uh, and then Erica. <laughs> and then there's me. Yes, hello. I-, I wanted to just point out that, so Keith and I taped the Pop Shop podcast this morning, and I woke up feeling kind of horrible. Like, I don't know if mm-hmm. you got, I was pretty congested this morning. So it'll be interesting, like, people, these are both going to post on Thursday. People will be, will be able to hear my progress as the day goes on. Like, I feel, like, better now. You sound a little stuffed, but I not feel, that I bad. am a little bit stuffed, but, like, if we tape a third podcast today, mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of podcast, then I'll be, like, in tip-top shape, and it'll be, like, a happy ending. Do you want to attribute your success to any products that were uh No, I have no endorsements to okay. give. All right, well, let's let's talk about, uh, for the first one, Flying Lotus and Kendrick Lamar teamed up for a song called Never Catch Me. Um, and it's awesome. And do you want to talk about it, Erica? Yes. So I, this was one of the songs that I chose and it just came out, um, this week. I feel like we're all waiting for the new Kendrick Lamar album. So every time a verse of his comes out, I think there's more attention than there would be at any other time. And, you know, Kendrick is a very talented kid and he kind of shows it through, especially on this verse, very rapid, um, versus on here and then Flying Lotus's production is always on point um, I'm excited for his album that's coming out what do you guys think of it yeah I was just kind of with what you're saying looking forward to the next Kendrick album I feel like each time I've heard him do unusual collaborations like with Imagine Dragons or when he was rapping over the Tame Impala song I'm always expecting a little bit more than I get but I feel with this one like he really knocked it out of the park and for the first time you hear him rapping over sounds that we haven't heard from him before, and it sounds incredible. Like, you know, him with Imagine Dragons was fine. It was cool to see on an award show. Am I going to sit around and listen to it? Absolutely not. I could listen to an entire album of stuff like this. Like, the jazzy, syncopated beats, A Little Tribe Called Quest. Like, that going you. along wow. with his flow, it's just incredible. Yeah, I think that's why it's also because Flying Lotus is, like, very aware of the artist that he chooses to mm-hmm. collaborate with. Um, I think he... I think it's not just 
any rapper that he chooses right. or any singer that he chooses. I think he matches them very well with the production. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I've always wanted to uh, hear Flying Lotus almost go the Mad Lib route and just work on one project with one vocalist. I think that would be really, really cool in the same way that Mad Lib has done projects just with Freddie Gibbs and mm-hmm. just with MF Doom. Um, his his album Cosmogrammer has an amazing collaboration with Tom York of Radiohead. He's done amazing work with Erica Badu. And when I heard that Kendrick was going to be on this album, I mean, my expectations were really high. I, I think this song really does work. And I, I, I don't want to echo you guys too much. But yeah, I think you see a different side of Kendrick. And that's always fun to hear. Totally. Well, let's listen to it. It's Flying Lotus and Kendrick Lamar, Never Catch Me. All right, next up, let's talk about Jesse Ware featuring Dev Hines. The song is called Want Your Feeling. Now, before we get there, Joe, <laughs> yes. we have a little bit of the score to settle there's, because there's we talked about here. Jesse uh-huh. Ware on this podcast last week. I chose this song very pointedly. Wow. So last week ended with a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Erica not speaking <laughs> to Joe because he did not like, what was it, Say You Love Me? Yeah. By Jesse Ware. Mm-hmm. Now, it's been a week. Has the ice between you guys thawed at all? Well, I'm hoping I, I think I chose he's this trying <laughs> to I think he's trying to make up for it I'm, with this new Jesse Ware song. Yeah, I'm reaching out an <laughs> olive branch. Um or whatever that phrase is. But yeah, the the gospel Jesse Ware song, still not a huge <laughs> fan of it. But let's move past that. Um this one she's doing with Dev Hines. It's called Want Your Feeling. I I love it. Like, this is the kind of thing I want to hear from Jessie Ware. And I'm not, like, her doing straight R&B is awesome, too. But this is kind of Dev Hines, you know, the Blood Orange producer, really interesting musician, taking her out of her comfort zone. Um, It's just a a cool sound, too. It's got this, like, kind of 80s Latin meets disco thing that, like, very slightly reminds me of Kid Creole and the Coconuts. Just that kind of very like just putting people on New York. Yeah, I know. I'm doing all these <laughs> shout outs. Um, but yeah, it has this totally retro vibe. But at the same time, the production is really like synthy and melodic and clean um, in a way that it reminds me in a way of what Heim are doing. Kind of this like Fleetwood Mask-esque thing. So I, I realize, I you know, two totally un, um, separate things right there. But it reminds me of a lot of things, but it's very distinctive, and I'm a fan of it. Jesse Ware has done something similar. You could hear a little bit of, of this in Devotion, but also very much the songs that she did before Devotion, where she did some songs with like Sampha and Subtract. And I think she's worked with Jeff Hines before, or as Blood Orange. Um, so it's very kind of reminiscent of that, and also that disco feel that you brought up. I feel like she did that with uh, an earlier song that I believe was on the Devotion album. So I feel like I've heard this Jesse Ware before, but it's like a step up from it. Yeah. I, no, I, 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 <laughs> like, hey, I, I don't want to get in between the uh, the friction and the no- newfound love that you guys <laughs> now share with Jesse Ware. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, it's Jesse Ware and Dev Hines and two artists who have really made a statement in this pa- in the past few years. And... You know, I, I think that whatever I, I'm really so fascinated in anything Dev Hines is doing because you just think of what he was doing before Blood Orange, and I, I never really was a, like a big like Lightspeed Champion fan, mm-hmm. 
and not test icicles either. yeah not test icicles as much as i love that name that and, sounds very weird and you know then he you know he hangs out with sky ferreira then he right. drops cube deluxe now he's doing this he, he just has so much new life in him as an artist and a, as a producer and I, I couldn't be happier he he's he seems like an awesome guy and he's really making the dream happen yeah, it seems like there just isn't a cooler indie producer out there, yeah. basically, yeah, than Dev exactly. Um And you're absolutely right, Erica. It totally, now that you mentioned that this is not exactly new territory for her, it does. It is sort of reminiscent of a few things she's done yeah, before. But, it, but, but it's more like cleaner and like glossier than before, yeah. So let's listen to it. It's uh, Jesse Ware and Dev Hines, Want Your Feeling. Right, that was Jesse Ware and Dev Hines, Want Your Feeling. Next up, let's talk about the new TV on the radio song. Yeah. It's called Happy Idiot, and this is a Jason pick. It is indeed. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, so TV on the radio, it's 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 hard to believe that they've only released four albums. They, they It seems like they've been around for so long. And it's funny because TV on the radio are one of my favorite bands, I would say. And I've seen them live so many times. And I was I was really disappointed by their last album, Nine Types of Light. And, you know, that it was an album that had a, had a kind of a black cloud over it because Gerard Smith, their bassist, had passed away. And it just was kind of a downbeat album. The, one, the two before that, Return to Cookie Mountain and then Dear Science. Dear Science is one of my favorite albums ever. And... You know, so Nine Types of Light comes out in 2011. Um, I'm bummed about it. And now I hear this, the first single, I believe it's the first single from their fifth album, Seeds. It's called called Happy Idiot. And I love the I love when TV on the radio embraces like big choruses and like really sticky melodies. And they do that it's so, so well. And they do it again here on, on Happy Idiot. It's The lyrics are, you know... It takes a little bit of getting used to. It's like, I'm a happy idiot to keep my mind off you. It's um, it's a very powerful performance in terms of vocals, in terms of everything kind of going on, the bells and whistles, but it just comes back to the melodies for me. Just immediately grabs you. And I'm, I'm really happy that TV on the radio is back and they sound reinvigorated after kind of a misstep a couple years ago. Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> I, I agree, not, not to repeat what you're saying, but... Uh, I appreciate, you know, the percussion has a nice snap to it. Uh, the vocals, very melodic. And in a way, it's it's hard to say anything TV on the radio does is simplistic because they really put a lot of thought into their production and songwriting. But lyrically and musically, this is a bit of a simpler sound for them. But I think that's fine. I agree with what you said about the last album. Uh, they seem to lose their footing a little bit. And although Cookie Mountain is a classic, like, there's no need to re... You know, it's it's a very that's a very complicated album, and maybe that's not the kind of album TV on the radio is going to make in 2014. Yeah, yeah, I I think it's just interesting because I see what's going on with Interpol, like a band like Interpol, where they made two albums basically that that really weren't beloved at all, and they come back with their fifth album, and you know they have singles 
that people are, are interested in and people are like, oh yeah, I forgot about Interpol. Yeah, they're actually really good. They have some great songs. I feel like something similar is going to happen with TV on the radio as we get closer to this album release date. Seeds is the new album that comes out November 18th where you just get people like, ah, oh, you know what? I, 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 it's time to revisit TV on the radio. Yeah, Return to Cookie Mountain. That's a great album. Yeah, let's go see TV on the radio live. I just, I see that happening totally after a weird kind of couple years, I, and again, it's it's it was so sad about Gerard Smith, their bassist, but I, I'm I'm so happy that this hasn't like torn the band apart. They're still releasing music and and came back with a, a really strong single here. All right, let's listen to that. That's uh, TV on the radio. Happy idiots. All right, that was TV on the radio, Happy Idiot. Next up, let's talk about the new Karen O solo song. It's called Day Go By. This oh. is, uh-oh, I'm seeing Jason a head shake from Jason. This is not head. good. Uh, well, Karen O has her first proper uh, solo album coming up. It's This is very, like, according to her, these are songs written a while ago, very kind of lovelorn, bedroom pop type thing. It sounds... Musically, very much like a Kimya Dawson, Moldy Peaches type of thing, which for a lot of people is inherently annoying, and they're not going to like that. Um, <laughs> inherently annoying. I, I, like I that. find that to have a certain charm. This is for for me. This is like a nice negotiation between kind of a Nick Drake depression and the whimsy of Kimya Dawson. So the song is called "Day Go By." I think it's really you know it's it's totally undercooked production wise, but I think that serves it well. And honestly, I love the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs, but I did not like the last album. I thought Sacrilege was incredible. Everything else I didn't give a shit about. Um, <laughs> but this song Say is great. It. So I'm, I'm kind of excited and curious for her solo album. I don't know. I, I mean, I totally agree with you in terms of the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. I, I think this is just the opposite of what I want to hear from Karen O right now, where you had It's Blitz come out and damn that album still sounds great mm-hmm. today and you know this is this is a move that's almost the complete opposite of like that dance rock of its blitz where hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. It's just kind of like a stripped-down side project, which is fine. Like it's not like I'm like, "Oh, I'm pissed off that Karen O's releasing a solo album and it's kind of like hushed and like you said mm. a little moldy peachesy but at the same time it's not it's just not what I want to hear 
the it's not the direction I, I would love to see Carano go in. I would love to see a Carano um, solo album that's like a pop album, like or just like a crazy maybe like the Gwen weird, Stefani route, sort of, but not even like that, like not like straightforward pop, but just like weird, like electro pop. Like I feel like she mm-hmm. could pull that off a little bit more than you know a lot of you know front women of totally of rock bands but i i, I don't know i just uh, this doesn't this song doesn't really connect with me at all i think that's a fair point because uh Karen o going this way is definitely a safe route for her you get the feeling that these kind of like the song she did for her that these songs she can just knock out in her yeah exactly in the studio in like two seconds it's not taking that much time or effort on her part yeah yeah. I think that would be a much bolder move what and you're talking you know, about. You know, I'm sure that this is kind of like a nice breather for her. I'm sure it's an important, you know, project. It's her first solo project, really. And but yeah, it's just I, I don't know. Like I, it does it just kind of rubs me the wrong way and I'm not really that on board with it. Oh, so I definitely sometimes I get a little scared when you guys send me your suggestions. Oh, I like that. Okay. Especially Jason. Um, no, but I definitely listen to the song and this is the reason the same reason I'm not a fan of this song. <laughs> it's the reason I'm a fan of an, another song that I chose for this podcast from Ella, Ella Iyer. As I'm a fan of like big voices. And when I first heard this, I was like, so am I supposed to like this? Cause <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it. Um, but I'm not familiar as you, as much as you guys are. So all I know is, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not well, really sure. But that, I mean, if that's, that's I f- me. I feel you. No, the I, one I that, think like, that loves Adele and Sam Smith because <laughs> of their voice. But the funny thing is that Karen O has such a big personality on stage. Like if, if you is ever that what go... makes you like. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like, she's kind of hiding that personality here. It's like, you listen to a song like Sacrilege. And you get the feeling that it's Karen O's imagination is exploding mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, let's have a gospel chorus here and this little weird, tricky guitar riff here. And, you know, I don't get any sense of that with this project, at least what I've heard from it so far. So this should not be the song that I base the, her entire, no. <laughs> me entirely Abs- liking or disliking Karen O. Absolutely not. Okay. Well, let's listen to it. <laughs> this is uh, Karen O, Day Go By. Day go by, day break, can't wait for the night to fall. Can't sleep, I'm wasted, wasted. Can't sleep, make it to the dawn. By the way, I really need my fix. All right, that was Karen O solo. Next up, let's talk about, this is a great Erica pick. This is a guy called Nick Hakeem. I got the, the Joe approval. Lift me up major Joe <laughs> approval with this one. But Well, why do you like it, Joe? Um, I was Tell just... Tell me why I won today. I would say, this is, okay, it sounds nothing like the Karen O song, but similarly, it's this really kind of undercooked production, but the song is a neo-soul, like, reverby vocals thing. Just listening to it, it sounded like this could be some lost 70s outtake from a forgotten genius. It just, the vocals just came through with so much emotion, but without overselling the song. It w- it just has this real strange beauty to it. Right. It's like a perfect balance. Like it's, you know, because mm-hmm. he has such amazing vocals, but it's he doesn't go overboard with them. He also doesn't give us too, too much where it's overwhelming. Right. And the production is very stripped down. So then the vocals do get their own like spotlight. And I just heard about um, 
Nick Hakim like t- today, and I have listened to his entire s- all the songs on his SoundCloud page. I am now obsessed. But again, why I'm such a huge fan is because of that of that voice of his, and like it just makes me want to listen to more and see if he like plays around with other production. Mm-hmm. I think that as far as the few couple songs that he has on his SoundCloud page, they're all kind of similar in sound right but so i'm i'm excited to hear like what else he will put are out are they similarly like because this was just a piano they're basically. very they're very yeah it's very stripped down as like this song mm-hmm. is so and he has a new project coming out um that i the name's escaping me right now but i'm really curious to see if he tries something different right yeah i would like i love this sound but like you said it's just also tantalizing to think of when he does kind of get into a studio with all the so-called bells and whistles like what he could produce right. with that so, anyways, let's listen to it. Nick Hakim <laughs> lifts me up. was Nick Hakim. Next up, let's talk about Kindness. This is a Jason pick. Kindness, yes. So Kindness, a singer-songwriter um, named Adam Bainbridge, and he has a new album called Otherness out October 14th. This is the second kind of sample that we've heard from it. It actually came out like hours, hours, hours before we are taping this. Maybe like an hour or two at the very most. Uh, Zane Lowe played it on BBC. And yeah, I mean, Kindness is an artist that makes kind of brooding funk music. Uh, This is not about us. The new single, it hems a little close to like James Blake territory. Mm -hmm. You get a little how to dress well in there. Kind of sad white boy music. Um, Shout out to Erica. Um, (laughs) I love the sad white boy music. You do love the sad white boy music. Come on. Where where (laughs) is Sam Smith? Spooky Black, Sam Smith, Smith, James Blake. Yes, I actually do like... Yes. So, so yeah. So kindness. I I mean, I I really like this instrumentation. It's, it's not, it's not like a song that kind of bowls you over. I've listened to it like five or six times and it just kind of seeps into you. It's, it's very solid. The baseline is very crisp. Um, it follows a song called world restart, which I like a lot. And yeah, I mean, I I don't, I don't think this is like world changing but it's just a solid listen i i think that kindness is an artist that more people should discover and uh yeah i like this one a lot it's it's uh it's called this is not about us yeah i agree with what you said this isn't a world changing song but it's very interesting um the thing that stood out to me is just purely trivia the um sample is it sample in it is the you know endlessly used sample from bob james take me to the mardi gras yes. which has been in everything from Run DMC, Peter Piper, to Missy Elliott Work It, to Beastie Boys uh, Hit It, to LL Cool J's Rock the Bells. Like this this is a sample that's been probably in nearly fifty near classic hip hop songs. Yeah. So it's it's cool to hear it used but tweaked in a little way that makes it worthwhile. Like it doesn't seem like a totally tired Exactly. They're taking sample. they're taking that sample and, and you know, conditioning it to sad white boys. Exactly. There you go. 
um yeah no it's 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 a fun it's a fun song or no i shouldn't say fun song but it's it's very like it's very fun listen and it's a it's a really strong piece from kindness well let's let's listen to it it's kindness this is not about us tell me what's so different All right, that was Kindness, and next up, let's talk about, similar to TV on the radio, a band that's been around for a while, not so similar, a band you probably haven't been thinking about uh-huh. lately, or lately as in the last few years, um, but there is a new album and new song out by The Vines, Oh man! major 2003-2004 flashback, um, oh, but the song is called Metal Zone, the album is called Wicked Nature, it's kind of shockingly a double disc album from the vines i don't think anyone was expecting a vines comeback album i was to double disc be double disc but um i have to say they were a band when they came out when highly evolved their debut dropped i was obsessed with it i thought it was really fantastic and then like so many vines fans grew increasingly disenchanted over the course of the next few albums to the point where i kind of just wrote them off but out of curiosity i started listening to this one I have to say, you know, the frontman Craig Nichols has struggled with a lot over the years, personal issues, and like I said, the music has also gotten slightly more generic than on their debut, but I'm not they're not going to reclaim their former glory, but this is a solid listen. Like this has a great grunge nostalgia vibe, especially on Metal Zone. And I think if you're someone who was interested in the Vines when they came out, you would do well to at least check this album out. Yeah, I feel like the vines were always like the 98 degrees of that whole like garage rock mm-hmm. movement where it was like you had like the Strokes and the White Stripes were Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and then you right. had the Hives which were, you know, which were right there too and that like they were like this the fun, kitschy, like they're like the O-Town, okay? Mm-hmm. And then you have the vines who always kind of took themselves a little seriously you know, like it's like loosen up, guys. They're screaming "Get free" right. and out of the way, and I don't know. I, I mean, you're you're more of a Vines dude than I am. I would say the one thing that I think makes them stand apart, still from that pack, is that first album combined a lot of different influences. You know, White Stripes and Strokes and Hive were very single minded, and they touched on psychedelica as well as garage rock, as well as grunge, and even some kind of like. Oblady Oblada McCartney-esque stuff. So they, they really had a, a wider palette, and you, you hear that on this album a bit. So, you know, like I said, this isn't going to change the world. It might change the world. Come on, Joe. <laughs> okay, you're right. This, the Vines this double album? Could it, change it the course of the human world. history. Yes. Um, probably will, but... <laughs> Anyways, it's uh, the song's called Metal Zone. The album's Wicked Nature. Artist is The Vines. You probably remember them. Uh, it's worth checking out. <laughs> really strong endorsement there, <laughs> but uh, but it is. All right, let's, let's listen to yeah, it. Yeah, let's hear it. All right, that was The Vines. Uh, well, that is all we have for this week's Must Hear Music podcast. 
I'm still laughing at Jason <laughs> comparing the vines to 98 Degrees, then O-Town. No, no, the Just, hives were O-Town. Oh, the hives are because O-Town. Hives, All right, sorry, I missed hives, part of that. Let me tell you something about the hives, man. I always I love the, the hives, hives because they had the best sense of humor. Yes. Like, they always dressed the same. Uh, they they named their album Veni Vidi Vicious and Tyrannosaurus Hives. I mean, their names, the the band members' names, like yeah. Nick Dangerous was yeah. one of the band. Like, it's incredible. I feel like in maybe they were the together of mm-hmm. the Garage Rock right. revival. Anyway, we'll, we'll debate this offline. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Um, if you have any suggestions for songs or artists, please tweet them at us. And once again, thanks so much for joining us. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 